The following program was produced by Community Producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the Community Producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. Welcome to the program. It is Wednesday, September 16th. Um, happy end of summer, maybe? Technically in a few days. It's all over, though some people feel uh, Labor Day is the end of the summer. And it's been, uh, if you would call it a summer, during these pandemic days that we all live. Um, welcome to the show. I feel we have a very good show for you tonight. Um, without further ado, I'd like to welcome my guest for the evening. She is the Executive Director of the Bread of Life Organization and a good friend of mine, Miss Gabriella Stelmack. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here again. Yeah, nice to see you. Same here. It's been, uh, we always like to have you come on the show, maybe a couple times a year. And uh, we were talking a little briefly before. It's been, uh, it's been probably closer to a year since you've been on, but a lot has happened since then. Yeah. It's the months have sped by. Yeah, we're we're all getting so. It's nice to see you in person. Yes, yes. Like you're on our Zoom. board, but we've been doing all our board meetings by Zoom. And I was recently talking with another board member, and he says, "You know, when was the last time I saw you?" I said, "You know, we're on these." And he said, "It was November." I said, "Oh my!" <laughs> Everything. In person. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, it's even longer with me because you you can mention it. I'm the I'm the only one with a faulty uh, video camera. So <laughs> on our Zoom we meetings, even see they you. just, it's just they can't even see me. Witness. Yes, we call that witness protection program. It's fantastic <laughs> because I am in my pajamas, <laughs> yeah. uh, eating Doritos, and nobody knows. There's advantages. That's right. Yes. Um, but that's all part of the change that everybody has gone through, uh, yeah. whether personally, God, when you think of what's happening with, with the folks going back to school and the hybrid models and they're, they're, they're learning from home and, uh, you know, the stress that that brings to parents that have to work. And we can get into a little bit about, about that. But um, it's a new world we, we're living in. Uh, you know, hopefully someday we can get back soon to, to normal or close to normal. But... Mm. Um, what has that meant for this organization? And I know that's kind of a broad question, but um, all the changes that uh, you've had to navigate through uh, mm. during this pandemic. Well, food has, has been huge. And I think within a short period of time after the pandemic was declared and everything was shut down, I remember very clearly, I believe it was uh, March 17th, where we... Uh, uh, made all the big changes in our programs so once i saw st patrick's day because it was such a change of (sighs) life for everybody so you heard the the governor's announcement and then each city hall mayor came out and said okay we're shutting down um very dramatic so and then over the months no matter what your agency was and uh, at different times, I was on weekly meetings with right. the city of Everett, um, all human services, um, in meetings with uh, healthcare providers like uh, Melrose Wakefield, Cambridge Health Alliance, right. uh, meeting with the mayor, Mayor Christensen in Malden, uh, talking about all these issues. So it's been and regular meetings with the Greater Boston Food Bank. Mm. Uh, so food has turned out to be a primary issue because the economy was hit so hard and because of people COVID isolating. So what Bread of Life hap- did immediately is, as you say, we converted all our programs right. into uh, grab-and-go. So immediately the dinner, evening meal at the First Baptist Church, 
um, instead of congregate dining, went to, you know, containerize the meal as if everybody was a, we always did takeouts. Now everybody was takeout right. with a goodie bag. Um, and in the course of uh, the time, we've gone from 80 meals a night to now 140. Wow. So almost doubled. Wow. The food pantry at Malden, which serves 10 cities normally in the North Metro area, out of our office at 54 Eastern, Wednesday and Friday distribution, um, went so that it it has doubled and more than doubled, so now serving about uh, 200 families, households every time it's open. And we thought the big spike had happened at the end of April. And then I'm starting to track, well, we track numbers every uh, week. Right. And uh, we had a, a spike in um, in August. So we were up over 200, you know. So, again, even at this date. Yes. Because of the continued unemployment. Uh, well, that's it. A lot of people are still yeah. out, of, out of work or furloughed. Um, and it's hard to, to see. I mean, I think... Uh, so, you know, some I talked about this because some of the um, some people had you know said, "Well, are, are people really still in need at this date?" I mean, hmm. you hear this kind of thing, right? And I know just I happen to know someone in our neighborhood that has a house and a car, and um, talking with that person, and it came out, uh, "Oh, you know, we we can't do any of the." Home improvement. Some people are doing a lot around the house because they're stuck in. Sure. They said, "Oh, we can't do that. We have three adults out of work in the household. We can't. We haven't paid the mortgage in four months." So that's the kind of thing we're seeing: is is people who they you don't know what their actual situation is that they don't have the income coming in. Well, that's true. I mean, and thankfully the numbers are a lot better in the state uh, uh, regarding the pandemic. But yeah. You know, folks who lost their jobs outright, yes. they, they, they're not Businesses, able to, re- able they're to return, mm-hmm. and so they're, they're starting anew, yeah. and, uh, and that can be, you know, quite a struggle. Yeah. Um, so we stopped doing sign-up. Um, we now serve anybody that comes at the food pantry, not wonderful. just the 10 cities, and there's no signing. You just, you know, say uh, how many people in your family, and it's all pre-bagged. It's in our parking lot. Right. Um, uh, everybody is just hoping and praying for a vaccine because what's going to happen in the cold months with all these? In Everett, we immediately couldn't use the Everett um, City Hall, our pantry there, where we've been for years, uh, because Everett City Hall closed. Wow. So we started doing a grab-and-go. We call it the mobile market. Right. And it's at the Lafayette School every week. And our pantry previously was twice a month. Now it's every week at the Lafayette. You can drive through and it's put into your car or walk up. Um, and with the schools, as you mentioned, um, being back in session, we uh, are going to be able to continue there at a little different, uh, a little later hour, mm-hmm. uh, a couple hours shifted. Instead of 3 to 5, it'll be 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, because the school uh, kids will be showing up there for the lunch, and then we give groceries. That's what was. So we've had, um, you know, we served more families with the grab-and-go from Everett in the first two months of the pandemic than we did for all of last year in Everett, uh, which was like 1,500 separate families. And we served that many in two months. I mean, it really... You know, you being being the, the director of this organization, first of all, I would imagine you were praying a lot during the yes. those <laughs> weeks and months. But uh, absolutely, um, just the, the it forced you to be and other folks innovative, creative, adaptive mm-hmm. to to the need at hand. Yeah, right. And I really can't. You know, our staff and our volunteers you know we usually have 500 volunteers at any given time yeah it's have been tremendous i mean people say are you are you actually going into the to the office yeah we never stopped going in unless your position was completely you know you could do um, remote yeah uh, grant writing or something like that well but did you have any everybody's issues? been going did in. you have any issues with with the staff did you lose any staff or or folks that uh no. Couldn't work? Or no. A few times no. we had scares where someone thought maybe they had been exposed right. or had it. 
uh, none of the staff has been sick, and yet we have constant exposure mm. to um, patrons coming in and volunteers. So it has been really incredible. Yeah, we've done very, very well. And we have one of our board members, uh, Dr. Myers, his yes. uh, wife has been, uh, Marge has been making masks for us. She started, and oh, several right. other community groups and churches. Oh, the outreach um, was, uh, of support was incredible, thought from the community. and Yeah, the masks, the yeah. sanitizer. Um, we put out the word, you know, we need this food. For a while, with Greater Boston Food Bank, we get, you know, 80 to to 95% of our food from them. Yeah. Um, for a while, they were having problems with keeping up with the food, and they had to limit groups, how much we could pick up. Um, we, at different times, need to double the amount of food wow. from them. And uh, now... As well as other people who depended on them in order Right, all the other member agencies, of which there's about 300 in Eastern Mass that are members. And Bread of Life is in the top 10%. We're one of the large ones. But, um, yeah, we were getting a truck and still are donated by Gentle Giant with the driver. So this was a much bigger truck that could have a take a load of up to. Instead of we would be limited by our truck and taking... 7,000, maybe 8,000 pounds a time, at a time, twice a week. Um, this larger truck could get 16,000 to 18,000 pounds, um, uh, but we weren't able to get that from the food bank. Now we have our rent limit has been raised so that we can get that again. Uh, so that's great. At least on one day a week we can get up to 18,000 pounds. Um, but... Uh, you know, it took us a lot of ups and downs to get there. In the meantime, we did have to cut back on the amount of food that we were giving out at certain so uh, programs. Yeah. Uh, now, thank God, we're back in good shape. Yes. Um, and um, do you? So it's everything is is still in the ad- adaptive status quo, right? We're not we're not uh, communal dining yet. No. Is there any word on? On that, or do you do you, do you follow uh, the guidelines, or the, or the Department of Public Health? Do you get guidance uh, on when that might change, and and a possibility with like a limited capacity? A lot of you know places mm-hmm. open, but you can't use full capacity. We've been looking to what some of the restaurants have been doing, right, and other facilities that open up and have less capacity, and we've talked about it whether they do 30 percent 40 percent yes and we've had some internal discussions about it because the winter is approaching but um at this point we're going to continue to do the grab and go yeah at the meal keep it on the safe side Uh, the big thing and um it's 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 really disappointing but i I think for thanksgiving we we usually had a huge meal it's the big one with lots of volunteers Mm. and lots of delivery you know, 40 delivery drivers taking to the elderly and uh, all kinds of people coming Wednesday night to the high school to yeah. carve up turkeys. We do like 900 to 1,000 a, a meals. Um, really the signature. We do, we do a lot of great yeah, events, but that's the... That's right? a great one, yeah. bring together. But um, with the schools not being in session right. and with still the COVID restrictions, you know how packed it gets in there. It's hard to see. So we might do just a much more modest um, dinner with with meals to go at at the uh, at our the First Baptist. You know, it's a Thursday. We'd serve a meal anyway. Christmas, we'll we'll just wait and see before we make any judgment. Would we still utilize the 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 high school kitchen? Well, that will be. We'll have to be talking with the with the high school. I'm sure we will, we will reach out to them as things unfold a little bit. Yeah. But the other thing that we did um, is we did start a, a new program, too, right away. I actually started it just out of necessity, which was there were people who were COVID-isolating because they were mainly senior citizens or they had pre-existing health conditions um, that weren't able to come to food for food. And so I started a delivery program working with volunteers, Malden Neighbors Helping Neighbors, right. Everett um, Community um, Aid Network, Melrose Helps, getting volunteers to do deliveries, and then was able to hire a great guy, Tyrone, to run it as of um, May. 
So that was great because I was completely exhausted. <laughs> completely exhausted yeah. doing that. Uh, and now Necessity's he's up to... Necessity's the mother of invention, yeah, right? They were doing like 250 mm-hmm. or 300... Wow. Um, boxes of groceries so that's your canned goods your produce fruit vegetables and uh bread meat cheese dairy Mm -hmm. and this is what um was elderly that we normally make deliveries to elderly housing right Mm -hmm. we used to Mm -hmm. and um that's the other uh I don't know what the word is evil of all this is the is the isolation that these folks have had to deal with right um in the early days, I had, uh, I remember one gentleman who just called me, was just crying. He was so anxious. And, and I said, don't worry. You know, he was in Everett. Don't worry. We are going to deliver that to you. And just being able to talk with him. Yes. I remember another woman, she called me and she said, um, um, I'm on um, the list for receiving the groceries she says, I'm not going to uh, be here because I just got the call from the hospital. My husband's dying of the COVID right now, elderly woman. Oh, my goodness. And she just started crying on the phone. And uh, at first I said, oh, you, uh, you must have to leave right away. She says, no, I can't go. Oh, my can't goodness. Can't go to the hospital. Of course, now we know nobody Right. Nobody could go while your loved one is in there and possibly dying. So that's th- that is the kind of... of um, thing that we've been dealing with not just the food but all those did you did you sense that i mean that that's obvious a a situation but overall the phone calls took on a desperate nature for some folks early days now i think it's we not so much but there is still um yeah there's still a lot of reluctance of people to to go out especially senior citizens um and that's why the delivery program is so important. As yes. you said, we used to have a big program with Mystic Valley Elder Services where we delivered bulk groceries um, to 13 senior citizen developments in uh, Malden, Everett, Melrose, Medford. And then volunteers and Mystic Valley staff would, would divide them, you know, make the bags, have the um, residents come and pick them up. Well, all of that had to end immediately because of the... Uh, the need for the social distancing. You couldn't have all those elders to, mm, gathering in the community space. So um, now we do have this delivery program that's right to the door. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this is this is the the traumatic in many cases impact of this mm-hmm. pandemic that's uh, uh, you know affected people across the state and across the country, across the world, of course. But in regards to bread of life. Um, uh, through all of this, we, you're you're running an under one roof capital campaign as mm. well, right? Yes, and uh, which is just vital for this uh, sustainability to the organization. And if you'd like to, yeah. uh, I know we kind of will be talking about the pandemic and its effects all night, but if we could talk a little bit about actually, the capital campaign. I just took some pictures the other, uh, yesterday. Yes, and. Um, Gave them to Patty, our development director, Patty Kelly, to post um, at some point because it it really s- struck me when thinking about our our, our project, uh, the extra burden that we're under by right. not having the proper facility. So you know we're at Fifty Four Eastern Ave, great location. We're behind, you know, the dock. We're by the bike path. Yes. We're behind the dockside at Sacred Hearts, Doo-Wop Diner. So we're kind of tucked away, and yet we're really central. Dunkin' Donuts is close. Dunkin' Donuts. That's how everybody finds us. The <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts with the drive-thru. Uh, but it's this, it's this old kind of hodgepodge building. It's got this sort of house-like structure at the front with lots of uh, Lucy Insurance was there years ago. Lots of little, yes. sort of, I call it the rabbit warren. On lots, and yeah. that's on one level. Then you go down, steeply down, to like this middle garage type of thing. And then you have this back, like, uh, office-type building that's two floors yep. on a different level. There's staircases everywhere. And what's happened, I mentioned the 18,000 pounds, the truck from Gentle uh, Giant. Yes. It can't make it down that narrow driveway. So it has to park on the bike path. We have to unload it by hand. And our volunteers 
haul thousands of pounds, this is twice a week, thousands of pounds of food Unbelievable. across our parking lot to the pantry. Probably like 100 feet. Everything by hand, guys just pushing and pulling uh, thousands of pounds of food across our parking lot. Yeah. Incredible. Our new facility, we plan to do demolition and then a, a much bigger area to come in from 54 Eastern, which is what the Malden, the planning board, wanted. Make it so that you have good visibility. Um, and then we'll have a loading dock and so on. We'll much The bigger trucks will be able to get down there. And this has been... Uh, a work in progress for years and years. It might be a good time just to, to look back a little on the history of the Bread of Life, which we're in our 40th anniversary, yeah. right? Yes. Uh, 30th as, is there a legality? 40, 40? Yeah, 92 was our incorporation. Incorporation. So there's Correct. no special marker for that. No. This started at the St. Paul's Parish as a potluck, church potluck uh, supper, and we recently had a nice... Um, uh, interview you can find on our YouTube channel with Reverend Jurgen Leas, who was the pastor right. of St. Paul's Episcopal, right around the corner from here, literally. That's right. Twenty six Washington Street, uh, and um, he was the one that was the pastor when they started what became the Bread of Life program. It was a, it was a St. Paul's supper uh, for anyone to come in because some homeless guys walked in on a, a church potluck. And uh, the women of the church formed the Church of Christ, the Church of the Cooks for Christ, and decided to make one meal for everybody. Uh, and, and that's when all were welcome and started, uh, started coming. And eventually we incorporated in 92. I had shown up on the scene because I was working down in, um, on the Cape, living in Woods Hole. Yep. And living the, the dream. Dr- living the say. dream. <laughs> With a dream, I came to Boston, to the Boston area. I didn't realize how far Woods Hole was away from Boston, right. but I, I had gotten my degree in music and biochemistry, and I wanted to be a, uh, uh, make a career in opera. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How's my <laughs> think about my She's vocal? A wonderful How's my singer, vocal production doing? You didn't know <laughs> she is. Yeah. But uh, that didn't work out, but it was all for the for the best. I had a, I've always had a great time singing, as my my passion and, and composing. But I was about to move to Boston to be closer to my teacher and my opera workshop, and it was 1985, and I heard about the the program at St. Paul's that they had this homeless outreach. So I said I'm going to go to that church, and uh, I, as I shared in my my reflections. Ah, you, know, you were. Say, you, you should were, be the host. That's a segue right there. For, uh, the Saugus Advocate, thank you, Jim Mitchell, picked up my reflections <laughs> from the director from the 40th anniversary, which that's I had right. never seen that before in my life, but that's from our e newsletter, which you send out. That's right. Uh, for those of you who don't won't know, uh, Bread of Life has a monthly e newsletter that goes out, and every month um, it leads off with a reflection from Gabriella, and uh, it's usually quite personal, quite profound. Well, not usually always personal, but the, the, the most recent one. Uh, I think struck a chord and touched a lot of people because we've gotten such great feedback, but little did we know that the, the <laughs> <laughs> more feedback the than we expected. In the newspaper, yeah. Yes, it was in the newspaper. I didn't think it was going to be for that broad audience when I bared my soul. But, yeah, I was trying to say that, you know, I've been uh, – my story and how it intertwined with the 40, 40 years of Bread of Life, 1980 to 2020, that I had, you know – Gotten involved with St. Paul's, very interested in in the in the the, the feeding ministry, as they called it, and then um, I was really thinking about leaving science, even though I always loved science, I still do, but I just felt it wasn't the right fit being in the lab. I was in the lab, a technician, uh, eight Someone's hours a day. Someone's nudging you. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, and I really felt that uh, God was calling me to work with people and to, to make a difference. I even was thinking about going overseas and working with refugees. And and then I felt, as I shared, that I, that I didn't have any, I didn't, I, I needed to learn something. What did I have to share, this young person in my 20s? And what was I, you know, I so I said, well, I'll just stick here. And then this job opened up to be a homeless advocate. And I had done a little volunteering at the Pine Street Inn, a little sub work. Mm-hmm. 
through a friend of mine who was my pianist, uh, piano accompanist. So there was a musical tie. Yeah. He was uh, Dan Persico. He was working at the Pine Street Inn. God puts these folks in your path. Exactly. Right? And so um, TriCap hired me, Tri-City Community Action Program, to be a homeless advocate. Their first, you know, they had just written the grant proposal. And Tom Fagley, oh, the first director of yeah. Bread of Life, um, interviewed me. And, th and that was it. And, and I, f I felt that it really did, um, you know, I had felt that burden, as I said, you know, that, that Christ said, you know, did you feed me? Did you give me something to drink? Did you clothe me? Did you, you know, mm -hmm. visit me in prison? And you were cutting a frog. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bacteria. I was working with microorganisms. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. And continue, please. Uh, feeling like a, that was what was really pulling at me. And so to this day, I count that um, the whole thing, the, the God coincidences, uh, that was the greatest uh, intervention of God and, and uh, miracle in my life that I knew God had called me and put me there, put me at Bread of Life. And lo and behold. Right. And I, and I encourage everybody to go, to go to our website. First of all, if you're not familiar with Bread of Life, learn about the Bread of Life, www.breadoflifemalden.org. And um, you can see uh, our e-newsletter we post them all there as well as you can sign up and, and get it monthly for free so please do but uh, check out I encourage you to check out the, the latest uh, one for uh, September and this is the, the the most recent reflection by Gabriella where she I, I just respect and admire you so much for putting yourself out there and uh, giving a little uh, the folks some very personal information about yourself um, in order to um, uh, yeah, maybe, well, I know it's to help a lot of other people, but bring attention to the bread of life and what it means to you. And and uh, I think it was a wonderful thing. And I think, as you mentioned off air, that maybe maybe someone upstairs had some plans for spreading the word more than we did. Yeah, right? to get it in the advocate. We did not, uh, <laughs> you know, not submit it to the newspaper. No, no. No. Well, I yeah, I'm, I'm glad because uh, that it is out there because, you know, we get a lot of young people that – uh, volunteer. We just had two Melrose um, High School seniors that did a great job over the summer, now back to school e remotely, but yes. still six hours a day at the right. computer. Uh, we get kids from Mystic Valley Charter School, Malden High School, all different, Malden Catholic. And, uh, you know, I like I like to let people know that, you know, sometimes our culture emphasizes, you know, how well-paying is the job? How much money are you going That's to make? Right. And those type of values, and uh, I like people to see that there's another path. It's it's not all about money at all. Uh, matter of fact, I just had a young person in my office today. She said, "You know, I, I've I was been very you know um, concerned always about the amount of money I was making and what I was spending it on, and thinking a lot about it." And she said, "Now I finally realized that she's been. She actually was taking a college course on." Uh, sort of like the analysis, the philosophy of happiness. Mm -hmm. She says, I finally really realized that money cannot buy you life, health, happiness. Yeah, we're older. We, we hopefully have already figured this out, right? <laughs> we know. All we you have to do is read a lot of headlines. No. And, um, you know, when I was younger, I, I was – I've told the I, when I went to work uh, as a homeless advocate, uh, my salary went uh, uh, was halved compared to what I was making at, at Harvard. But Half. you were, and, but you were yeah. you realized that at a young age, which is yeah. very you know, blessing. You know, a lot of people keep chasing uh, what the what the world offers and what the culture offers. And yeah, uh, and um, I had to trust in in, in God to, to 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 you know to know I could make it. You know. Um, and there's doubts fact, along the way. It's not right. all roses, right? No. This this world has a lot of suffering, but that's what um, you know we're persevering through and helping each other to get through it. You know, and we could see the the light at the other end and know that uh, you know we could we can shine our light. I really love that analogy, and I've used it in some of my reflections before, really of just uh, 
instead of complaining about the darkness, letting your light shine, holding up that candle. You know, better to light a single candle than to sit and curse the darkness. It's beautiful. And um, that's what we have at, at Bread of Life is that hundreds of people coming together who basically uh, embody that. They're, you know, instead of being uh, daunted or overwhelmed or uh, saying, isn't this, you know, terrible, they, they go beyond. And they That's say, right. I'm going to do something to make a difference. And they do. They do. It's true. And another feature which Bread of Life does so well, we have in the newsletter, pumping that newsletter tonight. Yeah. Uh, standing in the gap. And that's what, I mean, with a lot of businesses shutting down and all that uh, uh, hardship on a lot of folks, we see places closing and this and that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bread of Life couldn't close. It couldn't that's right. close. That's right. The that's need right. magnified what you do, uh, what the organization does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and, and it was going to adapt, and it was going to change, and it was going to fill the gap for these folks. Yeah, there folks. was never any question. Right. You know, everybody's been, it's all hands on deck, and, and giving, you know, uh, 150%. Mm-hmm. That's right. That got to make you feel good. Yeah. Fantastic, inspiring. fantastic team. You work with a lot of inspiring folks. Um, getting back to, to uh, we got a little bit of the history, not to go back, but back to the need for this new facility. If you could touch upon, uh, so we became incorporated in the early 90s, but where were we physically, and when did this need start to uh, become apparent? Yeah, when we first incorporated, it was just... Um, Tom and myself, I think the assistant, maybe the bookkeeper on staff, uh, we rented 511 Main Street, 1993, January, and we started growing there, and then Mm. we very soon picked up the the food pantry, uh, which ended up becoming huge. Now, of our million meals a year, you know, over 600,000 of those are through um, through our main food pantry in Malden. And uh, maybe, uh, well, these are all last year's number numbers. Uh, this year, uh, my goodness, we're going to have quite the increase. Right. Uh, but so we started expanding. So we, then we had to rent, you know, 509 Main Street. <laughs> and then we rented 507 Main Street. We're taking up the whole block. Uh, yeah. Right? And we were s- still, every time, busting at the seams. Right. Meanwhile, our meal program was always like the, uh, you know, the stepsister. was always getting booted around. Right, um, those challenges. We ended up having to leave St. Paul's. We lost Center Methodist as a meal site when it was sold for the senior center to become the Malden Senior That's Center right. right across the street. Yeah. Uh, we have sold the, had to serve the meal out of parking lots, out of driveways. Um, we, at one point... Um, rented the American Legion, and that was sold. Right. We rented the Salvation Army, and there was a flood. We've, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting different sites where we've been. So no, no room at the maybe, end, as they say. Yeah, so maybe 15 years ago. So we've never had our own kitchen and dining hall, and even the facilities that we've rented, most of them have not been uh, up to code. If, if you were going right. to do any of the renovations, it would have been... A huge amount of money in terms of you know you always have to do fire code right. accessibility always had an issue so I'm going to say 15 years ago you know, maybe 2005 Tom and uh, Philip Rondergeau is a, a great Malden resident and advocate sure. he and his wife Pam so involved in the community and doing so much good uh, he was the director of TriCap and uh, he and Tom sort of putting their heads together, thinking about whether we could look for a site together. Um, right. And they would do some housing, and we would do our central facility, bring the meals program, the pantry, everything together. Yeah. Uh, we went through a few different properties over the course of years that didn't turn out to be suitable. We, th- we tried to identify. And then we found 54 Eastern Ave, and we were able to move in and then purchase in um, 2015. So we've been there. We've been paying the uh, mortgage. Uh, but, but but there were some 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 desperate times there, right? When yeah. when when we had to leave Main Street, right? With yeah. n- with no place to go. Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. I mean, that was like the emergency crisis plan, right. 
and it's happened with our meal site emergency crisis plan right uh where we just said well, we had just no idea no idea where we were going to go so um we've desperately needed it and the covid has made it even more My goodness. apparent yeah now in the new facility um of course we'll have that improved access total handicap accessible sprinklered so the fire safety um we'll have our commercial kitchen and um encore boston harbor um has the naming opportunity on that they gave us a hundred eleven thousand dollars uh we'll have this multi-service hall that'll be not only the dining area but will be used for classes like we have english and mandarin classes we can we've had uh, food demonstrations and nutrition we can do cultural events uh financial literacy uh, workforce development, so we we really love that. We'll have a little outside cafe area where people can sit and eat outside. Uh, we'll have what we call the superette. The pantry will now be where you can shop. You know, go pick out what's appropriate for your family. Wow! And then check out, of course, everything free. But you can. We have people from many many cultures who use bread of life. Matter of fact. Eighty percent of the people who use on um, the pantry identify as uh, non-white. Uh, we translate into Portuguese, Spanish, Arabic, Haitian Creole, uh, Chinese, um, and that doesn't. That's not even all of obviously the right. cultures that we see. So uh, we have a lot of diversity, and so people from different cultures who who, who prepare and use different foods. Um, so the superette will be great, and we've incorporated social distancing type of um, knowledge into the superette, uh, into our dining area, the restrooms, right. hallways, doorways, uh, staircases, and so on. So and that had to, to be quite challenging that. because, uh, and for folks to please go to our website and check uh, under the Under One Roof Capital Campaign tab, there's artist renderings of uh, uh, the mm-hmm, whole plan mm-hmm, and whatnot, mm-hmm. but just as you said, it had to be recent adaptations, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, of the physical structure, just over and the, the past um, architecture, and few months. Unbelievable. Yeah, and then the so two floors will be ours, including a warehouse, freight elevator, the loading dock, cool storage, cold and frozen storage, uh, conference center, which is uh, designated by the Wolk family. Uh, local Reinhardt's Family Foundation that mm-hmm. did um, that owned Inner City Inner City um, Home Care. They um, uh, d- donated for the reception area um, in memory of their father, uh, Arthur Ran- Reinhardt's. Uh, and then the third floor will be owned by Metro North Housing Corp, a local nonprofit, ah, yes. and they will own and operate 14 units of affordable housing for former formerly homeless and veterans. A population we've always served right Wonderful. from day one, yeah, and still are serving. Uh, desperately needed housing, with supportive services for all those residents, and so all be affordable. So we were trying to raise a whole lot of money there for a while, right? And there still, 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 still are, still are, still are. Please help us. So if you yes, know, let us know anyone that we can ask and check out our site. But yeah, our portion of the project is four point three million. And uh, the Metro North housing portion is, I believe, uh, four point. Uh, I'm mess up here. Is it five point three? You know, the total. The to, no, the total costs something like nine million. Ours is four point three, and we are less than six hundred thousand dollars away. So we made folks? a huge. The home yay. stretch here. Woo, it really is. Less than six hundred. City of Malden has been great. They allocated four hundred thousand dollars of CDBG funds. Awesome. Community Preservation Committee allocated um, over a hundred thousand. Uh, we have um, th- some of the major foundations like the Adelaide Breed Baird, yes. uh, contributing yep. two hundred fifty thousand. Clippership two hundred fifty thousand. The Donovan Family Foundation two hundred fifty thousand. So um, and Beth Israel Senior Citizens Housing Inc. two hundred fifty thousand. So, but we. Uh, Need pledges at all levels. That's right. Right now we're, we're, we could see it. It's 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 about to happen, but we we got to get we the gotta, rest of those funds yes, committed. Don't let up, right? So 
Yeah, so it's part. Of, so we're celebrating our 40th anniversary. I know there's kind of a 40 for 40 campaign. Yeah. We're asking 40, either 40 yeah. people to donate a thousand or. Forty thousand people donate a dollar. A thousand people donate forty. Right? Never good in math. We've that, got, that's what it we've was. We've got a lot of people already doing yes. that. Yes, and if it's not forty, if it's twenty, it's yeah. whatever you can afford. And the folks that have the resources right. to give more, uh, much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were going to do a drive-by parade, but that was yeah. too much. It's just logistically. It, it's too. It was too much gathering. People pick up a map, and we thought we'd trace the route of sort of. Bread of Life's history go by five eleven. St. See St. Paul's. You know, Bobby sees it donates to us. You know, sort of do a little. Yes. Uh, well, and that's. I mean, we lost. Um, you know, this this thing broke in March, so our Easter dinner was was canceled. Our our go- annual golf tournament, our uh, volunteer volunteer banquet, banquet in May, and just so dessert. Just all these wonderful it's things. A lot of were, losses. We've, yes. You know it. Yeah. One thing I was, the Zonta Club, uh, thank you Zonchins, just came by to give us a, a check yesterday. And I was saying, you know, sometimes we get uh, invited to all these banquets and we get weary of them. Well, not anymore. <laughs> now we'll be like, a banquet? Yay, when is it? Where is it? I know. <laughs> We're starving for for, uh, for gathering together. I know. We'll never, we'll never turn up our nose at another banquet. <laughs> I really missed that just desserts one. Oh, that was fantastic that was last wonderful. year, right? The Irish American. That's going to come back. We're going to come. Got back. to. Right. That's what I want for our signature event. Oh my goodness! I'm a, I'm, I have popular. a sweet tooth. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my weakness. There a lot of volunteers for that one. True confessions. Right. Yeah, True. we had. That was great. Lovely. Hoff, Slapatisserie. Yeah, keep 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 posted for that. Yeah, so again, you spoke a little bit about, uh, I don't know if it was off here or on here, but uh, the, the Thanksgiving dinner is, is, is certainly. Yeah, not I think the way on air I had mentioned that it will be much more modest unless right. something really dramatic happens As between well. now and, and no, the end of November. Uh, let's face it, anything is possible. We'd. That's but true. We've been slow to open up, um, and maybe you know, probably with good reason, since some numbers are still um, spiking. Uh, you know, we're all getting the robocalls involved, and right when the numbers are going up, that's true. Uh, keep well, watching your mask. Right in September, there's always it's, there's always some kind of month and different things that it celebrates. But it was actually Hunger Action Month, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I was reading an article regarding that, and I believe. Um, Somewhere of ten percent of Americans, in a survey, d- don't have enough to eat in that past week, mm-hmm. which turns out mm-hmm. like to twenty-two, twenty-three million people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is this is a real crisis going on with the what 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 the bread of life and the folks that they serve. This food insecurity, again. Um, and now you bring the other element of it with the kids going back to school and or not going back to school. How has that impacted uh, uh, the folks that you know? We used to um, we used to provide for the uh, what was it? The recreation center, um, the teen center. The, the teen center has I'm sorry. been closed right. since the COVID happened. Right, so and a lot of I lot mean, of kids depended on the nice yeah. nutritious meal during the summertime. And uh, yes, we used to do a weekly delivery of, of, of meals and snacks um, to Kathy Mac to to distribute. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen uh, with that. Um, we'd be happy to do that again if that opens I know. up. That was what wonderful. What we did end up doing is with the city of Everett, we had our team um, that was uh, sort of grew out of the Everett pantry before COVID hmm. had uh, done a lot of outreach in schools to talk about the pantry and let kids know um that that their families could come to the effort pantry and what happened is uh the Brandon and Terry who were very active in the Everett pantry decided to work with the high school the Whittier school and Kaverian and give out backpacks full of food for the kids so a discreet backpack you wouldn't be able to see what was in it right they would be given to the kid by the the guidance counselor the 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 uh, principal and it was for kids that they knew were in need, and they would identify them. So we started that in November. And then once the COVID hit, 
Then we started giving those out with the lunch distribution. So the families that were coming for a certain number of lunches for their kids would then get a number of backpacks for their kids, too. The string backpacks, we've gotten them donated. We get a lot of food right. donated. It might be a cup of soup, so the kid can do it themselves. So crackers and peanut butter, a pouch of uh, you know tuna to go or something like that, uh, fruit, dried fruit, juice box, cereal in a cup and a, a milk box, all kinds of things, because there were kids that whose oh. family did not have enough oh, food that at home. wonderful, wonderful nutritional backpack yeah, So program. now we've given out about, I think it's 1,100 backpacks wow. so far. And it's just in Everett because we've had this special relationship with the schools. Um, and so that, yeah, that's we'll continue to do that at the Whittier and I believe at the high school. One thing we didn't touch upon, what, what are some of the daily needs or what, what can people uh, daily or, or wish list well, you know what number one is volunteers. We could use volunteers Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, noon to five, especially Tuesdays. Noon Strong. to five at 54 Eastern, yes. Tuesdays <laughs> and Fridays is when our trucks come in. So, but yes, but even if you can't do unloading, there's the shelving, oh, right. cleaning, bagging, sure. lots of cleaning. Yeah. Um, and uh, our grocery delivery program, we need, again, volunteers during basically the same hours, plus drivers. Um, in the meal program, we're not really having that many volunteers because you have um, a limited group now for prepping the meals to go in the kitchen. Right. But we definitely are looking for food donations. Uh, Pizza Pizza has always been great to us, Joe right. Crowley. Oh, yeah. Uh, God bless him, and he's in our prayers for his... Um, uh, that he'll have speedy health improvement. That goes out to you, Joe. Thank you for all you do. God bless you. Uh, he's given pizza so many times. I know. Um, uh, and so Harrow's Chicken's Pie. We, and then individuals have come down. And even if it's a, a food for 12 people or something, because we're boxing everything, right. we can do all different kinds of meals on, you know, on the same night. My, somebody might bring ziti and meatballs. Somebody else bring, you know, mac and cheese with hot dogs. And someone else bring, you know, uh, chicken with mashed potatoes. And uh, so we could use a lot of that because we have very, very, very limited cooking at the First Baptist Church. Okay. Um, the kitchen is, um, well, that's why we need a new kitchen. And, and actually, I meant to, I meant to tell you this off the air. The um, uh, company I work for, uh, Salter Healthcare, I work for uh, Abertrona Nursing Rehab Center, um, mm-hmm. informed me that we were going to do a food drive for the Bread of Life oh, starting next you. week. So, um, Yeah, and for those items, yeah. you know, obviously all the usual things that you could think of, like uh, cereal and uh, soups and fruit, right. uh, uh, vegetables. And then for the backpack project, any, any of those things uh, that I mentioned before. Yeah. The cup of soup, the Chef Boyardee, little fruit cups. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, that'll be great. Is that the yeah. residents or the, and the uh, uh, staff at Averjona? It's, it's the staff. Yeah. Staff and friends will see what we can uh, put together. Yeah, it so turns it out one of our, our lovely volunteers now was living there. It's From years ago, I recently connected with her. Oh, is that right? You have to mm-hmm. give me that name off the air. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and you, what would, I mean, there's been so many people who've stepped, I thought, well, they're doing a food drive, they're doing a food drive. Yeah. You know, all, so many people, wonderful people. Have yeah, if you follow us, which please do on yes. Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Like us. Uh, what is all this lingo? Like us? Like, like, us, like our posts. Follow new. us. Yes. Repost Never us. dislike. We don't. No, don't like <laughs> Stay away from that. Repost, but but uh, Patty puts uh, up a lot of the donations that we can get pictures of. Yeah, Patty Kelly yeah. does a wonderful job. Uh, speaking of which, follow us on Facebook. Go to our website. Check out all our social media. Um, right now, um, this month, the Massachusetts Bankers Association Charitable oh, yeah. Foundation is having a little uh, contest where one of five wonderful mm-hmm. nonprofit organizations that they are featuring and you can go to our Facebook, get all the information there, and it's it's you can vote for us. You can vote for anybody, but we're asking you to vote for Bread of Life. Um, and they're distributing a certain amount of money. I forget what it is, maybe a couple grand. And they're going to uh, portion it out to the different 
organizations and um, the highest vote getter gets the most money. <laughs> and you can vote every day once. Uh, so please go to our Facebook page, uh, The Bread of Life. Yeah. And um, again, another uh, every Yeah, they've been good to they, us too. Yes. This is Tr- Mass Bankers Association Foundation. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've, uh, I mean, that's one of the things between what the state has done for us and foundations. I, I've told people I've, I've never seen anything like it in my life but because I've been doing fundraising since almost the get-go um, with Bread of Life. Foundations approaching us, uh, bank foundations, private foundations, and saying and inviting us to apply and in the, the crucial days turning things around in, in weeks. You know, you'd apply and then a week later you'd get a response. I mean, just unheard of uh, and that's been tremendously uh, that's a, a tremendous support as we've gone through all of this. Because so then you knew you didn't have to worry about the money. You were going to have the money to do whatever you need to do. If you had to rent a truck, if you had to buy more food, if you had uh, hire personnel. That's right. That's right. And uh, our state senator Jason Lewis uh, put in two uh, proposals. He came. To, he was doing deliveries. He was working in our grocery delivery, uh, volunteering to deliver to the elderly. And he uh, put in uh, a proposal for $75,000, which we were given from the, uh, in the state, was approved in the state budget for our COVID relief work. Wow. And uh, instant relief. Then he has uh, entered us into um, a line item in the bond bill that's currently being considered. Uh, You never know what happens with the bond bill, but it would be directly for our capital campaign. Uh, and he uh, requested 250000 and that would be obviously fantastic because that would put us, you know, a big chunk yeah. toward f- really closing the gap. Um, and the state also um, put out an RFP for uh, to build up the food infrastructure. Did we have some funds to allocate to build the food infrastructure? And we were told, bread of life, with what you're doing, you should apply. Um, and that's what we did. We applied for our building. So we're waiting to hear on that. So really, um, I'm very grateful mm. to the Commonwealth and our governor and the legislature for really stepping up on the food issue. Responding to the need, right? And all really these other great. banks and corporations and and uh, amazing, right? Have this responded to this crisis mm-hmm. directly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, you know, saw a lot of people out there suffering and saw like yourself and the Bread of Life, many other organizations that are on the front lines yeah. fighting this yeah, thing. Yeah, some that were yeah. never really doing anything with food or, or right. not much That's all right. of a sudden went, whoa, we can't do what we usually do. So like the the YMCA, they were always involved in food, but you know they were so curtailed in what, what they couldn't do that they got a lot more in food. And it's been great because, like I said before, my dad was a sailor, so all hands on deck. You know, we need every go. bit of help that we can. Right, and you've gotten it. We still need it. We got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look at this. We're we're cutting through this hour. Fifty-three minutes in, Gabriella. <laughs> Feels like it's just been a few. Whenever minutes you of and shit. I get together, look out. Yep. Time flies, um, but we got a few more minutes. Um, again, people. Those of you not familiar with the Bread of Life, I encourage you to go to our website, www.breadoflifemalden.org. Learn about our organization. Learn about the uh, Under One Roof Capital Campaign. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out Gabriella's uh, latest reflections from the director from our latest uh, October newsletter. Um, I know you won't be disappointed. Uh, Gabriella, it's been a pleasure having you tonight. What can we... uh, what can we say to these folks out here and to get us across the finish line? Not mm. for the show, for the capital for campaign. For the capital campaign. The show's already done. <laughs> well, I don't know if I, I don't think I mentioned this. Um, that, well, maybe I did. I had mentioned a, a, this young woman that came into my office today saying that, uh, you know, that she had had felt like God was calling her to, you know, to trust in God and, and to do uh, good and not to worry about money and fixate so much on it. And uh, and she handed me, I don't think I said this, a thousand dollars in cash, 
as a young woman. Wow. For the building. And I said, really? Are you sure? She said, yes, this is absolutely what I want to do. And she's volunteering as well. And I said, I, should I truly believe this? I said, with with what you just did and, and people like you, then I know we could make it. You know, because uh, uh, we'll get across that finish line. So anyone who's who's so moved, um, when I look at 4.3 million and we have less, you know, than 600,000 left, you know, we could do it. I know. Um, and if everybody gives a little, obviously people can't necessarily afford a $1,000. Right. But as you said, whatever people um, can. And a lot of times, you know, spread it over a lot of people, it's so much easier. That's right. Everybody That's just right. gives a little bit. And like we said, and, and as she mentioned, the number one, uh, you know, volunteers. If you can't give money, yeah. you can give your time. That's uh, You can't give wonderful. your time. You can, you can pray. There's always something you can do, right? And not to, yeah, and not only in the food pantry, but uh, uh, we can also use some volunteers just in our, um, you know, uh, office with people who are good with the sort of uh, – you know, uh, banking things, database things, things of that nature. So uh, definitely fill out the form on our on our website, and we'll get you set up. Absolutely. When's the next Zoom meeting? Uh, Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be there? <laughs> I know you've been doing a lot of extra duty on your job working sure. with the, yeah, the, the people who are disabled and sick and elderly that's right yeah you've been doing your own ministry which it really is um because you're aren't you the activities director i am yeah over at uh average probably pretty hard to do with all this covid well we're finding ways to be active we've got to we got to keep the spirits high and yeah and that's uh that's the goal every day so i'm blessed to to be able to be there and uh yeah and help out yeah yeah. That's wonderful. Um, is there a meeting Monday? Did yes, I miss there that? Is. <laughs> <laughs> Our Bread monthly. Of life board meeting, third Mondays. Yeah, it is. I'll send something out. <laughs> uh, Good thing you saw me. Otherwise, I know. I know. Now you can't I, I, say, I didn't I, know. I know. I'm not <laughs> off the hook. Um, but, uh, and Mike, I just got to fig- figure out that video thing. But my voice, you've guys gotten used to my voice. and. That works, right? That's fine. We've all done it. You, 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 you're hungry. The meeting's starting. You're like, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to turn my video off and my audio. What's that crunching? While I eat. No, you got to turn your, you got to oh. mute. Oh, you're And a- you just tell them, you say, I'm still here. I'm listening. And then you mute, and then you eat your food, and then you turn it back on. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, well, Gabriella, it's, it's been a great uh, pleasure to have you. I've always told you I've admired uh, you. Uh, up close and personal, I've seen you uh, at work, and uh, mm. it's inspirational, the work that you do. And now uh, seeing how you've dealt with this crisis the last six months, mm. uh, uh, really, uh, I'm in awe of the f- everybody that works over yeah. there, but you're, you're uh, leading the way, and uh, uh, God must be guiding your steps as you referenced in the reflections. Like you said, I pray constantly, yeah. That's my particular role, but as you know, nothing gets done without all those volunteers and the staff. That's how everything happens. Great team. So Can't say enough about it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for all you do and for being a great host and <laughs> spreading the word. And thank building up Malden. That's right. And we, we thank we, you. We were spo- thank you, Gabrielle, for saying that. Um we were supposed to have uh, one of our board members on, but maybe next time we'll have. Uh, yeah, him Chris, on as the well. chairman of our capital campaign, right. Chris Chaturis. So you can have him on next, so you won't see have to that, about Chris. This we'll get you on here sooner COVID or later. Isolating. You know, get a haircut yeah. first, and then we'll talk. <laughs> Gabriella, thank you so much for coming. Thank Please, you. Thank uh, you, Mike. Keep doing what you're doing. Fight the good fight. Malden, I hope you enjoyed uh, the show tonight, and uh, please visit the Bread of Life, and if there's anything you can give financially or your time or your prayers, it is much appreciated. Uh, I'd like to leave uh, you folks with a quote in honor of my guest tonight, which reminded me when I read a reflection from the great St. Catherine of Siena, who said, Be who God meant you to be, and you will set the world on fire. Good night, Malden. God bless. Thank mm-hmm. you.